The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of, from getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Now, after years of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place we're sowing the seeds of a better way. A way with more ease, abundance, and flow. Get ready to learn about indie authorship from a whole new perspective. We're about to cover everything from releasing your poverty mentality to manifesting your millionaire author destiny. I'm Carissa Andrews, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hi there, and welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. I am so thrilled that you are here today. Oh, you're in for a treat, my friends. This podcast interview is going to be a fun one. So it's interesting because I was just listening to it again and reminding myself kind of what we spoke about and what went on. And this is the interview with Tammy Tyree, board certified clinical hypnotherapist. And it is all before I brought her on board with the Millionaire Author Manifestation course. So I originally met her through our rapid release roadmap program. She became a student and started interacting with our monthly coaching calls that we do through Rapid Release Roadmap. And in our conversation of getting to know her, I realized, oh my gosh, there's something about this lady I need to understand, or I need to get to know her better. And when she was showing us the picture of her book and the artwork that she had done for it, I just got goosebumps over it. I don't know what it was. I just knew I had to read this book. And I'm so glad that I did. So she's written a memoir. It's called Dead Men Still Snore. Super cool title, by the way. I still love it. And I, I, it's not usually my read. Like I was in the middle of doing a lot of rom-com reading. I can kind of, you know, when I'm not doing romance readings lately, I'm still doing urban and paranormal fantasy reading. But I just felt called to do it. And in the discovery of, you know, the situation that had happened to Tammy, and she'll talk a little bit more about her book and what happened in the interview, it was like there was this connection to her, and I knew I had to understand her a little bit better. Well, since this interview, I have gone on, obviously, to be hypnotized by Tammy, to go through some solo sessions with her just to see if there's anything I need to clear there, and then also to bring her on board to the Millionaire Author Manifestation course, because I knew there was a way that we could really help the authors who are trying to get past their resistance to whatever issues that they're they're trying to overcome, whether it be money, whether it be writing faster, whether it be having a successful career. To me, focusing on things like money blocks feels like, and this is just an energetic, intuitive thing in myself, it feels like it is putting energy and effort into something that we no longer want. And so when you're entering that space, whether you're thinking about it or doing something with it, you're activating the vibration of it. And I don't feel like that's the place where we anymore as human beings need to be or focus a whole lot on. Like when something's ready to be released, when there's resistance that's ready to be released, it's either going to happen naturally, or it's going to happen through something like hypnosis or some sort of way where we can just let it go, right? And so bringing on Tammy after this interview was just, it was such a natural 
progression that I look back at this interview and, and just think, wow, how far we've come since this podcast interview was recorded back in January. Yeah, it's been that long. And so it was super cool and interesting just to get to know her, to learn all of the ways that she uses hypnosis. So with all that being said, I want you to know that Tammy is a really cool lady. I am so happy and so thrilled to be sharing her podcast interview, and I cannot wait for you to learn more about all that she does. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, Tammy. Welcome to the Author Revolution Podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I am thrilled because I have read one of your books, your memoir, and it's just fantastic. And I spoke a little bit in the introduction about who you are and kind of how I fell into your book sphere. But for my audience who isn't quite yet familiar with you, do you want to explain a little bit more about yourself and what it is that you do? Thanks, Marissa. Thanks for having me on. I'm so thrilled to be here. Um, So I am an author and a hypnotherapist. And I had recently, uh, actually within the last year, published an award-winning memoir now. Thank you. (laughs) And I'm currently working on a paranormal witch fiction series. And that's kind of what brought me into your world. As well, is you know, picking up your books and then uh, picking up all the other things about you and, and hearing your podcasts and, and all the things. So, but my protagonist in this particular Paranormal Witch series is a hypnotherapist, of course. I love it. <laughs> we have a lot of fun with that for sure. So, I'm excited. I'm, I'm also a mother of four and a grandmother of one. All my kids, of course, are grown and gone, but I've been in your shoes, I know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos with all the like- chaos at home, you're going, what am I thinking? What was I thinking? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, you and I also share some similarities because we're also Reiki masters. And now I think though the hypnotherapy part is the part that just kind of drew me in when we were talking last month. I was like, that is so cool because I have personally always wanted to know the answer to this question. So I'm hoping you can help me. What is the difference between guided meditation and hypnotherapy? Mm, that is a good one. And I've heard that question before but the difference is definitely what the intention and the guidance would then be so with hypnotherapy you know the therapy part of the world of the sort of an all-inclusive treatment so guided meditation will maybe take a topic and then generally repeat some mantra until that new message has been received by your subconscious mind so it can take quite a long time for any kind of permanent change to result but with hypnotherapy we talk through the problem, the issue, um, the limiting belief or whatever, and we create a really intentional plan to dive in through the use of hypnosis, find out where those beliefs are actually coming from. Um, because some people, it's not that obvious about yeah. where parts and pieces have come from. And then we create a different scenario. So whatever damage was done, maybe as a child or a teen or a young adult or what might it be, we create in their subconscious a different scenario, a different story. So it's kind of like a pattern interrupt. Sure. Um, heals the original wound that had been tied to their emotional center. So whichever center that may be. So think of the chakra system, right? Yep. Um, so I also integrate Reiki into my sessions. And mainly I do distance sessions now. So it still works, as you know. Sure. Um, And then really depending on what the wound is, we can usually attain a complete and total healing and change within three sessions or less. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, And 
a lot less time in uh, this realm as far as therapy goes than I have found personally, even talk therapy to be. I've had clients who've come to me that have been in, in talk therapy or psychotherapy for 20 years. And within three sessions or less, we finally come to the basis of, of the issue, right? We haven't had to do as much talking <laughs> about it as they have, but we've been able to kind of cut to the core. And sure. hypnosis is beautiful for that. So it's it's really looking behind that veil. It's allowing people to relax and allowing their subconscious to say, okay, this is where the issue is first in my body, but what is tied to that that part or that piece? You know, it's something in my in my heart, I feel it in my heart. Where is it in your life, in your past life, maybe your past lives that is has been tied to this, to this pain? And because they're in hypnosis and they're in the state of the conscious mind saying, I'm going to get out of the way, their subconscious mind, which remembers everything forever in every life, yeah. is able to yeah, remember that time, you know, that it happened and, and, and there we are, and there's the core and the root of the problem. So we're able to take that, we're able to reframe it and yeah. then to heal. Now that is so, to me, it's like so fascinating to, to consider and like mental gymnastics myself through it because I like, there's a part of me that just loves the idea of being able to go into hypnosis and like pull those things out that maybe I am you know, trying to hide or trying to ignore my from myself or whatever. But I found that I've, I've got just a touch too much skepticism to go into hypnosis. Do you, how do you work with people like that? Like, is that- <laughs> oh my God. I have had several yeah. <laughs> in my career. Um, although I've never met anybody that I couldn't help through hypnosis. Sure. And so the, the trick to that really is that it's an understanding of how that person receives direction from the therapist. So I have a very painless test. And it's one of the things I was very honored to learn through my education as a hypnotherapist that isn't really out there for a lot of therapists. So the school that I went to, the people that I was, all my colleagues, we put people through this very painless test. Uh, <laughs> To, to help me understand whether or not the individual likes to be told what to do or invited to have an experience. Oh. So who generally are skeptics are usually the people that require that invitation. I was going to say that would probably be me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for so hypnosis wouldn't work for you. For example, if I was to say like, be here now, yeah, you're mind is going, well, why should I be there? <laughs> where are we Can going? I really where? be there? Like, how would that actually work? Like, where is there really? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. But if I invited you to just relax and enjoy the process as we went along and, and I invited you to maybe walk down those 10 stairs yeah. into your state of hypnosis and, and, and say words that are more um, around an invitation, then it would work for you. Okay. How cool is that? How relaxed your mind would get out of the way and you'd be like, okay. And always knowing too, like you're always in control in any state of hypnosis. You are the person in control. You know, people, they look at um, stage hypnotists and they think, oh my God, no, I don't want you to make me bark like a dog or, you know, Robin. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's, that actually comes to mind because the last hypno hypnosis session that I ever witnessed was the uh, graduation lock-in, you know, where they have like all these crazy things go on. They had a, a hip hypno 
he wasn't hypnotherapist. He was just hypnotist. And yeah, they, they had classmates doing that. And I was like, that is not for me. I am not doing that. <laughs> yes. And it's because it's stage hypnotism. There's a way for them to talk to the audience. Maybe he'd asked questions of the audience and people raise their hands when they said, oh yeah, I can do that. You know, a little trick that he gets. And he's like, yeah, you come on stage. Yeah, you come on stage. He wouldn't be inviting a skeptic. Okay. Yeah, I didn't make it to the stage and I was okay with that. (laughs) I was far more happy watching the the scenario go out on the the stage. The people who are invited to the stage, that's a perfect example of people who like to be told, okay, walk down those stairs now, be there now, see this now, that kind of thing. Like it works for them. They're like, whoa. And then they're right there. They're right at the issue. They're right at the cause where someone who maybe needs to be invited, it just takes a little bit longer. Got to get them to relax a little bit and kind of get out of their conscious mind and um, and look forward to having the experience. And then it's great. It's no yeah. problem. It's unfortunate, though, that um, about half of the population is either one or the other. Isn't that weird? Really amazing. And that's those two opposites that attract. Okay. So relationships as well, right? So, you know, you, you it, are what we would call an emotional um suggestive and perhaps your husband i don't know him <laughs> but he might be a physical suggestive okay. he's the kind of person that's like yep i like direction i like to look at plans i like to you know do that kind of thing whereas you know maybe you are a little bit more creative or whatever so so the two different types of people are generally always married together you yes. know you often find the same type that are together they tend to clash so it, it, yeah, it, it moves into relationships and, and, and all of that stuff. But um, if all therapists or psychologists sort of utilize this type of testing first, I think they would have a lot more success. I've, I've, a lot of people have come to me and said, you know, hypnosis never worked from the, before. I don't know why it would now. And I'm like, well, it will. <laughs> that is so cool. To me, it's it's like I, I can go through meditation, I can do guided meditation, I but it, it is, it's more suggestive. It's here's what we're doing next. It visualize this thing. You know, it's like that I can do all day long, no problem. But if you tell me that you're gonna do XYZ and I'm gonna like I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> something where you think, well, I'm not going to be in control. Like you're going to, you know, you're going to get my bank information or whatever. It's like, and, and I'm a double Virgo. So that does not work well for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 yeah. And there's, and always within the person is that sense of their morals and values. Right. So there, there is, you know, people may have said it like they could make you do this or that. It's like, no, I can't make you do anything against your moral core like yeah. it just does not work and uh and that's not what it's about either so it's about healing that core wound and allowing you to then you know breathe really and get through the rest of your life with with a lot more ease so powerful i can imagine i'm super excited about this fiction series i'll tell you what once once you have this thing launching i'm, I'm going to be reading it but speaking right. of reading things Obviously, I have uh, read your books, Dead Dead Men Still Snore. I love the title, by the way. And now, before I talk about like how amazing it is, and I want you to tell people about it, I would like you to explain that you actually created the cover, the artwork for the cover too, right? Yes, I did. I did. I was working with a a friend who um, is a a designer. Actually, she was a retired designer. And it's funny, you know, how things go. You meet people in your life that you think, 
uh, you know, you're not sure why. And then something pops up. that's like, oh, that's why I've met you. Right. So uh, she was a retired designer. She's actually a a health professional now. And we were in the same kind of a course together. We were we were working on course building and that kind of thing. And and she was just so helpful. And she's like, send me your ideas. Send me um, the the book covers that I'd had another professional do, and I wasn't happy with it. It just was not sitting well. It's like, no, no, no. And I, I sent her my book and everything and she read it and she's like, Oh my freaking God, like you, you have to do your own artwork. Cause she knows that I, yeah. Hate. So um, I was like, really? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. So I came up with uh, the canary and there is a reason why there's a canary. Yes, and why it's <laughs> and, yellow. <laughs> and there's a reason why the canary's, standing on a cigarette but what's yeah. interesting is when I painted in the smoke lines of the uh cigarette um and, and was sort of you know brushing them and, and blending them the skeleton appeared and it appeared quite naturally and it was like whoa I just knew right then that my my husband was with me and helping me paint this so um the book is the story of a time in my life uh, when I went from being the spoiled wife of an amazing man um, with whom I was building a life and belief uh, to surviving a horrific car crash, which tore my husband from this world, but left me virtually unscathed. And then afterward, receiving messages from him to share with the world, and um, hence the book. It all happened February 28th in 2019, coming up on four years ago. His messages from the other side started the moment that I woke up alone in a Mexican hospital. So we, we were traveling from Belize to um, to Cancun in our Jeep. And our Jeep was yellow and it stopped <laughs> the carry. When I woke up to the sound of my husband's god-awful snore. I mean, there's, <laughs> I, I would challenge anyone. <laughs> Sleeps with a husband who snores. You know, I actually had... And still have on my on my phone a memo of his snoring. Yeah, you, know, you never believe me, like how <laughs> it really, really. Was. And I had to have earplugs, or I had to have you know headphones or something like all night because I couldn't handle it. But anyways, I heard this freaking snoring, <laughs> like concussed, thinking, wait, no, I know he's gone. I know he passed. Like they told me, I just know it. I knew it in my heart, even though I don't remember the accident whatsoever. Wow. But it was. So he woke me up. So hence the name of the book. Right. Such a good. <laughs> and, yeah. And the mind games of the concussed brain. It was like, what? No, he's gone. No, what? So that's all in the book. But, you know, he, he woke me up and um, the messages started pouring in. And right from from that day one, it was just, you're going to be writing a book and we're going to be putting this in it and we're doing this together. So it was, it was brilliant. It was. Well, and the book is brilliant. I mean, for me, so I wanted to show, because obviously you were talking and I don't know if people can see it, but obvi- here's the, the smoke that she was talking about. And it was just, it's so amazing. When she, when you were first telling me that last month, I, I literally got goosebumps. I was like, oh, that is so cool. So of course I had to go and purchase the book and read it. And it, like the entire thing was just so epic to me because your the development of your relationships in there, kind of the back and forth of how you guys talked and whatever. And it reminded me so much of my husband. We, we met on Twitter of all places way back in um, 2010. And so mm-hmm. we were you know, conversing back and forth on Twitter, we were just talking about books, but it, it, you know, eventually we were on Skype or on Messenger and we were talking and it was, it it was just so cool the way that your relationships kind of 
bloomed out from having that long distance piece in the beginning to eventually obviously being together. And it was, it was so fun to, to read kind of back and forth between like your love story growing and then also what was really going on. And it was, it was like this juxtaposition that you just, it, it was heart wrenching, but at the same time, heartwarming. It was, it was so weird. And so I, I really appreciated the, the read and just it, I don't know, it was just such a good book. So I definitely recommend it to anybody listening, go out and read this book. It is amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So like you were saying, you, you can now, well, since Michael passed, you, you've been able to channel him, but you also help with other people, right? With um, entity release and, and getting rid of that sort of thing. What is that oh experience God. like for you? Because I'm so fast. I mean, between hypnotherapy and this, I'm so fascinated. No, it's 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 been a crazy ride for sure. I've always been a spiritual person, right? From the time when you know it was my family uh, was trying to really shove religion down my throat, and I was always like, you know, <laughs> like here for me. But spirituality grows in time, and um, this this though this was like this cataclysm that happened that sent me on this other trajectory that I never expected. Uh, it's been super joyful which sounds weird because, you know, I lost my husband, but he's still with me. So when we it's okay. But I love getting those nudges from the people who want to send a message to whoever I'm talking to at the time or or who I'm working with. And usually it happens when I'm with a client. Yeah. Sometimes it's Michael himself who tells me what that person really needs to know now. And usually his nudges are full on elbows to my side where I'm like, Oh dude. Okay. (laughs) Like he's been trying to poke you, but you're not listening. So he's got to like really get you. <laughs> Attention, he knows how to get it, right? It was either the snoring or I'd smell his cigarette smoke or something. And it'd be like, oh, okay. Like I better, you know, just sit and be quiet for a while and get these, get these things. But, but it's, it's exciting to me that this happened for other people. And it's not, so I'm, I don't, I'm not that wonderful lady in New York with the blonde hair. What is her name? <laughs> Teresa Percuto? <laughs> yes, something like that. Yes. <laughs> look at you and go, oh, there's someone standing right beside you. But I've had that happen, which is so interesting. And I just get the the nudge that somebody wants to say something or appear. And for me, I can't see them with my eyes. But when I close my eyes, that can't. So that's really been interesting. But then it also kind of blew up and expanded into this new kind of client, which I really wasn't expecting. So as a hypnotherapist dealing with people with depression, anxiety, and suicidal ideation, what I was actually starting to find is that they were victims of entity attachment. And I find that through the process of hypnosis. But sometimes it was also just this, it was there. I just knew it. It's when they walk in the door and sit on the couch, it'd be like, whoa, there is something going on with you. And we need to find it out. I wouldn't say that, of course. Sure, sure. Never put that in their minds. A lot of the times it was me clearing it without their even realizing that that something was attached because of that fear. Of course, we don't want to tell someone. (laughs) What? What do you mean someone's attached to me? So you know, it would just be this thing where it's like, okay, it's cleared, uh, it's dealt with, and and but a lot of times though, what would happen is someone would be in hypnosis, and I'd ask them, what's, where are you feeling this in your body? They'd find that spot, and I said, what is that attached to? And they would come up with a name. Oh wow! And a, and of the being that is attached to them, whatever it might be. 
And so super interesting. So I have all these case files. And of course, all of these case files are being worked into my fiction. I love that. <laughs> Just a piece of it or whatever. But um, what I found also surprising is that I don't have any fear around this. Um, you know, if there was even um, a demonic presence there or whatever, uh, clearing it. It's just been this wonderful challenge for me. And I've done it with with joy and with love and not with fear. And maybe that's why it's been so successful. So I've been invited to people's homes to clear their homes. I've been, you know, gone to the hotels or, or like whatever it might be, because there's this, you know, something is here and, and people are feeling it. And so um, it's it's amazing. I love I love being able to do that work. Yeah. And then I love giving me all of this great juicy stuff to uh, <laughs> put into my picture. Right. As well. right? Now, how so, is yeah. that for you? Like the, the transition from, you know, getting your start with the memoir and having to, to get this put together in co-creation with Michael, like, was it weird switching from memoir from nonfiction to fiction? Pretty strange when um, back when my kids were quite small, I wrote a lot and I was um, mostly erotica actually and was, oh published in anthologies and that kind of thing. And so I still have all of that, you know, blossoming in the back of my mind to get back to, sure. um, you know, like life gets in the way and this was before self-publishing. And so things were a heck of a lot more difficult to, um, to get into, but, but writing the memoir of course was difficult, but it, in a different way. It took me two years to write it actually because of the emotions involved. Oh, I can I, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to take breaks for like days or weeks sometimes because it was just too much or because I, I knew that I needed to wait for more input from um, Michael and from the, the group of guides that were also co-creating it with me. Yeah. Um, but truly that book was co-written from the other side. I, I looked at it you know, after it was all done and published it in my hands. It's like, how did this happen? Like, I don't even, wow. I, you know, it was just very surreal but in a different way. Yeah. And then with fiction, of course, it's that input from the muse, right? From the higher self, right? And the only difficulty that I'm really having with that is sort of getting out of my own mind and and saying, like, is second guessing myself, is this something that anyone's going to want to read, you know, but then you have one reader for sure. So yes. (laughs) writing it's like oh this is good this is juicy and then you know the characters take over and I love that piece which is so great because it's like great you write this for me (laughs) I love it (laughs) easier right yeah but um, writing what I know like I include uh, uh, pieces and parts of my real life case studies into the books now and then um you know the entities that I've come up against or some of the demons that I've come up against and then a lot of it too is also from my own past lives as a whip. Cool. And, and then actual history. So the research that I've done on demonology and, and that kind of thing and and, it's, and folklore, it's it's all kind of woven in there. So it's been a super fun ride for me. And uh, you know, and then still of course keeping it within the, you know, sixty-five thousand word count kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a challenge. Yeah. And, and putting it such cool information. I mean, when I was reading uh, your memoir, that whole idea of the the past lives and the soul contracts that you had with Michael and your brother and everything that was going on there, I, I got chills during that. And so I, when you mentioned that, you know, it was so weird that it felt like, how did this happen? Because it was so co-created. You can, you can tell reading it that there's that next level 
energy within the words there it's just it's powerful and so it's just it's so cool that you're able to then still pull that over into the fiction side of things i do that a lot with with mine too but for, more from the reiki and energetic perspective mm-hmm. but i've always liked wicca and i've always liked comparative religions and so looking at different religions from different perspectives so for me it's just fascinating to to look at all of that stuff and incorporate it when you can and a lot of that too carissa would come from just just telling you what is, is coming to me now but um is, you know, if you were to go into hypnosis and look into the past lives, you would definitely find that you've, you've been in those shoes before sure. or another, right? So it's just, it's familiar to you now. And oh yeah. And considering the fact that I will not wear a turtleneck ever, I'm guessing I was hung at least at one point in my life. <laughs> I cannot wear a turtleneck or a, like choker anything. No, no, just a little oh. tidbit about Chris. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even handle the um, like sweatshirts where, where the things like up to your neck. I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> I gotta cut it. <sighs> no. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Well, that's a fear we can release. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I did come out of the womb with my cord, with the cord wrapped around my neck too. So maybe it's there. I don't know. Just coming out. <laughs> it's just like baby, baby memory. Let's get rid of that one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, that's a big one. Whoa. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, oh, goodness, maybe, maybe in the past life I was hung and then tried to do it again myself. I don't know. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no, no, not really the most. Yeah, um, crazy. <laughs> so are you having fun with the creation of your series? Like how far have you gotten so far? Am I am actually in, in the crux of my um, climax here with book one and my book two cover, my cover artist just sent to me and I just was like excited and chills and everything and and yeah it's been a really interesting ride there's so far what it looks like is there's going to be 12 books and I have you know my minor plot points for all of them all set out of course I use plotter yes plotter's amazing (laughs) and my brain loves plotter and just you know it looks like it looks like that but it also looks like a billionaire demon spinoff from there and then all cozy mystery spinoff uh, called the Corpse Collector coming Ooh. off of that. So that's uh, that's in in the works as well. Both of those. So yeah, you're gonna be busy. Very. It's, it's <laughs> like oh, I get to create, create, create. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a wonderful ride. So. So far. I imagine. So if, if my audience who's listening was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to this lady about hypnotherapy or entity release or any of those things, or of course if they want to find your books and start following you and getting on your newsletter and stuff. How do they get in touch with you? TammyTyree.com. It's Tammy with a Y. Tyree is T-Y-R-E-E, which I'm sure you'll have in your show notes. That's where my books and everything is where you can find them. We're doing a bit of, me and my uh, assistant are doing a bit of a website revamp, but it's it's still there as it is. But otherwise, if you're looking for information about entities, if you think maybe you have one attached to you, then just email me at Tammy at TammyTyree.com. And then we can look at, you know, what's going on with you. I'll see what kind of what hits I get. Or if you like to book a session or whatever, just just email me there and we can figure it out. That's amazing. So when is when is your fiction series coming out? Just so we can touch on that one quick, too. Do you have a date? If I have a look at the rapid release editorial calendar that is hanging <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so great. Um, my release actually isn't until April 10th for the first book. 
And you have a newsletter so people can sign up if they want to get like the first glimpse of this thing. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. And that you can get on from my TammyTyree.com for sure. That's a yeah. wonderful. I'm so excited about it. I for sure will be getting it. Now, is it on pre-order or is it just like you're going to put it up when it's done? It's going to be on pre-order pretty soon. And so keep eyes on the newsletter for that. I'm also planning to do another memoir uh, later this year, too. I'm heading to Portugal doing a Sacred Earth Journey tour with Freddie Silva. If wow. anyone of Freddie Silva, then you know how freaking exciting I am right now. Right? Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, that was totally manifested too. There's only 16 people, the spots for 16 people. And uh, I I sat down on my computer, which I never do first thing in the morning. I always do meditation, breathing exercises, you know, journaling and all that kind of thing. But for some reason that morning uh, in December, I sat down at my computer first and looked at my emails and there was one from Friday. And it's like, uh, put together this Portugal tour and boom, I was on it because he sells out within about six minutes. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, myself and a girlfriend are, are going and I, I signed her up too. I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. You're coming with. <laughs> I, you know, texted her with all these flags of Portugal and she couldn't even re- realize, didn't even understand what that was about. It was, <laughs> we're going, we're going. Oh my God, we're going. So I, I totally feel another memoir is coming out of that. It's one of these things called to me now is like to start journeying again my husband and I we had done quite a bit of traveling but this is different you know this is this is more about that you know level for me is is going on those pilgrimages and, and journeys so starting off with a bang and yes freaking Silva oh my <laughs> so, gosh it's amazing really well excited. good luck on the trip and I hope it's fantastic we can't wait for the next memoir about it that's going to be <laughs> so amazing okay <laughs> hey well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Chris. I really am excited to be with you today. Isn't Tammy awesome? You can just tell by how she handles herself and what she talks about that she's just a fascinating individual. And since this time, since the recording of this, like I said in the beginning intro, we have gone on to develop a friendship that I was not even expecting. Like, We are our accountability partners for our workouts. She introduced me to the most amazing nutritionist to help me figure out my whole like body imbalance situation that's happening right now. And it's been super cool just to like get to know her and all that she does. Not to mention how much she has helped the manifestation course in ways that I didn't even originally intend for it to be like delivered. I had no idea that we were going to have hypnotherapy as part of this program. When I was creating it last summer, I had no idea. Like I just felt compelled to do this thing and I knew I needed to put it together in a certain way. That was how it felt to me. And so now adding in Tammy's expertise and all that she does, I mean, there are so many hypnosis recordings that are in this Millionaire Author Manifestation course that are knocking my socks off. And like the students have only gone through the first two weeks so far. And so I can only imagine how they're going to be feeling once they get to some of these bigger hypnosis sessions. It's going to be great. So in the meantime, though, what I really want you to know is that Tammy's memoir is what started this all off for me. Like the, the way that she writes is so succinct and so beautiful. And you can, you can definitely feel the energy of something bigger than just her having a hand in that memoir. It's just a really, really fascinating read. And the way that she now has transformed all that she's done into the way that she is writing her fiction 
is super interesting too. As I've gone on to learn more about Tammy and the way that she works, I can see it in these first few chapters. Like I've read through the first 11 chapters so far of this Witches and Watkins fiction novel that she's going to be releasing here in April. And it's just been interesting to me to see pieces of her and the way that she does operate as a hypnotherapist inside the the storyline. So it's really kind of a cool transition even in my own head just to see her evolving and doing something as big as this. So at any rate, I hope you give Tammy's memoir a read. It is out and available now. I will make sure that there are show note links to her fiction book, her memoir, her website, of course, all the things. And if you do want to get in touch with her, I will make sure her email is also posted in the show notes too. Because Tammy is amazing. Like if you've ever worked with someone who just, I don't know, like every time I've done a hypnosis session with her, whether it be a group hypnosis, because we do those often now with the Millionaire Author Manifestation course, or just a one-on-one session, I always end the session feeling like I went through a Reiki session. And that's because she flows a lot of Reiki energy through the session while she's doing the hypnosis. And so it's it's really kind of a neat combination of things in my mind. It's a neat way to like incorporate it all. It's just been really fascinating to me. And as you can tell, as someone who I've always loved to dabble into like the new agey type things, the alternative side of things, but I've always had that slight skeptical side as well. My my family is, you know, very scientific oriented. We're very mathematically oriented. And so it has to make sense in my brain in order for me to connect with it. It has to make sense in order for me to go, okay, this is a thing. It might sound weird because I'm very woo at the same time, but it's because I can in science terms, in my brain, make sense of it. Like quantum physics is a thing, guys. (laughs) So for me, I can understand the science behind what's happening, even if I don't necessarily describe it as such. Because to be honest, um, (laughs) why? If If it makes sense and I'm able to explain it in a way that feels better, I don't need to go into like the scientific side of things unless someone asks for it. So that's kind of how it is with me. And I'm so happy to experience things with Tammy, to understand her now in a a different way than I did when I first was doing the recording for this session. So at any rate, I love her. I think she's amazing. Her books are great. And I hope that you will go out and check them out. And if you're looking at wanting to join more of this type of thing, make sure you get on the Millionaire Author Manifestation waitlist. We're going to be opening again in 2024. So it'll be February 2024. And Tammy is going to be a part of it. So come join us, hang out with us and be a part of this amazing and incredible course. I cannot say enough wonderful things about this course because it has taken a life of its own and become this thing that is just so incredible. All right. If you would like to download the transcript to today's podcast episode, make sure you head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 174. And you can download it there. And of course, all of those show notes are going to be there for you as well. My friend, there are so many cool things, so many cool individuals that I have been having the wonderful privilege of talking to this year. And Tammy is obviously one of them. So just stay tuned. There are so many recordings that I have already done. So many people I've already talked to. I am booked out, I kid you not, through August of this year. So I'm I'm just thrilled to be doing this, to be sharing these stories with you and to be a part of this journey along with you. Being the amazing and successful and prosperous author isn't always what you think it's going to be at first. Sometimes 
there are some neat little detours that you kind of go on. And this, you know, sharing all of these stories, sharing this love of writing, of crafting, of new age stuff in this case, all of these things are part of our journey. And when we can embrace them, we can truly become whole as ourselves. So I want you to go forth, become whole, (laughs) and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast's Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.